this movie boomer writing news with no meaning Take it or leave it the way you see it is the end result Angels and demons in disagreement for the best of all Are we stupid or intellectual? Are we humans or are we vegetables? Are we born away for death? Are we destined to live? You only get what you give It is what it is We're all sick from disinformation We all have a twisted sensations Kids are safe Welcome to episode 257 of Taking the Charge Podcast with you from Podgorica, Montenegro. I'm David Heine of Fine News. Welcome. Thank you for stopping by. Plenty of good stuff going on and uh, don't have a load of time to talk about it. I uh, have, uh, have to get ready and head over to the gym for the U16, FIBA U16 European Championship, but I wanted to get the podcast together and give you a couple of thoughts, not loads of stuff um, today probably. We'll actually do a little bit more focus on it next week, um, but I, like I said, did want to get you a show and a couple interviews, and uh, so that's the plan uh, for today, and uh, before we start, uh, basically if you want to get in contact with the show, you can go to High News, the website is highnews.com. You can reach me on Twitter at High News, H-E-I-N-N-E-W-S. There's the Facebook group. Just put in the search bar, Taking the Trash Podcast, and you can get us there. You have the, um, the email address, highnews at gmx.de, and you can go to iTunes, rate and review the show, and you can become a Patreon, support the show. Uh, go to patreon.com slash taking the charge, and you can pledge your support to the efforts um okay so i'm in like i said Podgorica for the in montenegro for the under 16 few under 16 uh european championship um just a couple of notes really quick before get to that the fiba asia cup is going on right now they're in the quarterfinal stages and uh, those are going to be going on today this evening um, and actually today and tomorrow, so uh, Wednesday and Thursday, two quarterfinals each, Philippines and uh, Korea, and then Iran against Lebanon, uh, taking place in Lebanon, and then in the other half of the bracket is Australia, China, and New Zealand, Jordan, probably, um, I suppose, maybe safe for Japan, um, all of the other teams uh, probably expected to to be at that stage. At that stage, maybe Chinese Taipei um, over Jordan. But uh, other than that, seems like it's a pretty um, pretty common, um, you know, the usual suspects, if you will, to um, to get to the to that stage. And it uh, looks like the Iranian, uh, the Iran-Lebanon winner will take on the Philippines-Korea winner. And then New Zealand-Jordan against uh, Australia-China. So it could have a Australia-New Zealand semifinal, which would be kind of neat. And uh, so that's going on. 
today and tomorrow, Saturday, are the semifinals, and Sunday is the final. So you can go catch that. Um, today is also... I thought I had that. There it is. Um, today and Saturday are the final games of the FIBA Basketball World Cup 2019 European pre-qualifiers. And I um, would probably say that um, the only the main story is that um, Bosnia and Herzegovina have a really tough road to get to the to the qualifiers. Um, they are right now down at uh, two and two tiebreaker uh, with Sweden goes to Sweden and Armenia is at three and one. And uh, they, the Bosnians, still have to take on Slovak Republic and then finish with Armenia in in Yerevan. So that could be a tough one. Uh, suppose they probably are hoping that Sweden beat Armenia today, and uh, and then so basically a victory. Uh, could probably be enough, I would imagine. It sounds like, seems like that. And uh, they did beat Armenia by 13 points. So if it were to be a, uh, uh, if it were to be a, uh, a tiebreaker, that they would actually hold the tiebreaker most likely. Um, so yeah, that's the probably the big news that uh, uh, Bosnia needs some help to get to the European qualifiers for the World Cup. So looking at some of the other groups, maybe um, Austria, Netherlands look pretty safe going through. Uh, Estonia, former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia, and Kosovo uh, still pretty tight. Uh, Estonia 2-1, and 1-2 one, one and um, for uh, former Yugoslav Republic of Macedonia and Kosovo. Group D um, Bulgaria at 3-0, Belarus and at 1-1, one and, one, and Portugal down at 1-3. Uh, so those, uh, those eight final spots in the qualifiers will be decided by Saturday. So um, all of the groups and everything will be set for the FIBA Basketball World Cup 2019 European qualifiers. So uh, next step towards getting to uh, China 2019. So that's kind of exciting. Uh, going over to the under-16s, um, we are in the quarterfinal stage right now. And the quarterfinalists are Lithuania against Montenegro, Serbia against Spain. And the winner of those two will take on each other in the semifinals, Turkey against France. And then there's Croatia against Latvia. And... Um, I guess the only remaining undefeated team is France, and uh, but come to them in a second, Lithuania and Montenegro. Lithuania lost their first game and uh, has since uh, won everything. And I've uh, been pretty solid since then. Montenegro uh, pull, pulled off a pretty emotional uh, thriller. Um, actually, go back and watch that game, instant classic against Spain. And, uh, and, um, and now... But ended up losing to Lithuania uh, to Latvia, and and that sent them up to the upper half of the bracket with giants like Lithuania, Serbia, and, and Spain. And um, 
uh, but they overcame uh, a tough a tough opponent in Italy in the round of 16 had a good performance there so bounced back from the loss to Latvia with a good showing against Italy and now have a tough game against uh, against Lithuania Serbia Spain you know that's been a it's just it's two huge giants and and it should be a good a really good game um, it's been the final twice uh, Spain winning one of those games um, see if I can grab that up really quick Spain winning the title um, over Serbia in the final in um, Spain over F Serbia was in 2013 and then in 2007 Serbia won their only uh, title the under 16 title and two thrilling games 56 55 in, two, in 2007 and 65 63 so so really tight games at the end um, go back to the other semi the other quarterfinals the other side of the bracket has um, Turkey France and um, Turkey have actually had their way in big games against France winning two finals and uh, winning two finals and also winning two third place games over them France uh, Turkey beat France in 2005 final and 2012 final and then also beat France in the third place game in 2008 and on also again in uh, where was the other one uh, I guess it was maybe just the one of them um, so big games tend to go more towards towards Turkey though um, Turkey uh, France have have beaten Turkey in the semifinals in their two games in the um, on their way to their two titles back in 2004 and 2014 so some some good history going on between those teams. Um, actually, like loads of games. I think it was 24 times they've played each other. Croatia, Latvia, Croatia, th uh, three-time champions. They won back-to-back -back with Saric and Hazonia um, back in the day. Uh, that was 2010-2011. Uh, and they go against uh, Latvia. Latvia took down Russia in overtime. And uh, Croatia beat uh, previously unbeaten Slovenia. Uh, for the at most, I don't think many people had Croatia against Latvia in the, in the uh, quarterfinals with one of those teams going to the semifinals. Though Croatia have loads of talent, a uh, very big game that uh, that they're in this uh, big big achievement for Croatia that they're in this in this game. So um, that is the other the final of the quarterfinals. Uh, lots of uh, you know, lots of good, lots of really good players. I think I'm going to leave it for next week to to kind of go through that um, when I'll be back home and uh, just have more time to kind of go through it. A couple of the big teams in the uh, classification nine sixteen. So the eight the four winners of those games will then be safe and they're going to stay in Division A. Um, and then the four losers of the games nine sixteen go to the third, go to the um, what is it? Uh, Thirteen, sixteen, and uh, you know that's, that's tough games, man. Then you got to win two games in a row in order to stay in Division A, and only one of those th four teams will then stay in Division A. So, the biggest teams, probably Germany, Italy, and Slovenia, um, are those are probably the big, big teams uh, in the division in the classification nine sixteen. All right, so let's uh, move on to the interviews. I uh, have. Um, I'm going to just kind of put together three interviews 
that I've done here um, with some pretty big guys here, uh, pretty big name guys in this competition. And um, so going to start, um, I guess let's start with the, the team that is still alive. And that would then be Serbia. And I'm going to, I did an interview with uh, Georgia Pazin and then uh, move on to uh, of Stella Azura. So he's also been, people uh, also might know him, probably probably more know him uh, from playing at Stella Azura as one of the youngest players in, in uh, for that team in those Adidas Next Generation tournaments. And then move on to Nikio Manion, uh, who is the actually Italian-born um, son of an NBA, former NBA, NBA player, and uh, and was actually on the under-16. I was in the running to make the under-16 team for USA. Uh, I was in the final 16 players and uh, ended up getting um, passed over and uh, then decided to... Um, Take on the the uh, the green, red, and white of Italy instead of the red, white, and blue. Uh, hoping to maybe catch the red, white, and blue later of the USA. So that's Nico Manion, and then we're going to finish off with Luke Fenslotten, the 2002-born German, um, highly regarded talent. Uh, so those are the three interviews: uh, Georgia Pazin, Nico Manion, and Luke Fenslotten. So hope you enjoy those, and we will catch you on the other side. You guys probably want to forget the first game with the shooting. Um, got the victory here. Tough game against Israel. Uh, just in general, maybe your thoughts about the uh, first two games. Uh, first two games. I think that we first first game we played very brave. I think. I mean, uh, bad shooting percentages. Uh, couldn't get the sets all right. But I mean, we played good defense. And I think that that's the difference between uh, first and, uh, and the second game. Um, did the did the shooting did the shooting uh, uh, were you guys at all that you guys didn't make anything? Did that, especially three pointing was that? No. I mean, you guys were. What did, what did you end up today? Uh, yeah, 32 is okay. I don't know, but we, we took 40 shots. I think I think that we no, we 34, 34. Sorry, 11 for 34. I don't know. Some shots, some shots were good. Some shots were bad. But we, we definitely have to to get more open shots. Talking about three point, about our shooting, our shooting. Where, where do you where do you think the state of the team is right now? I mean, you guys are still young and, and everything, and, and it's still early. But where do you where do you think you're at? We're good. I mean, we we're sad right now because we thought that we could win this game pretty easy. I mean, but. Looking forward, we have to play tomorrow with uh, Croatia and be, be the first one in the group. Um, maybe talk a little bit about you, uh, maybe how you started playing basketball, uh, maybe you know how did you kind of pick up the game? I started when I was five, I think. I remember very well. I mean, I'm from small town, I played there for eight years. Then uh, three years ago, I went to Italy. And yeah, yeah, so Zura, mm -hmm. and that's that. There for three years. Why the move? Why the move to Italy Good. instead of like one of the Belgrade? Instead of maybe instead of one of the Belgrade clubs? Yeah, because uh, I, I mean I was in. Uh, it, they had a good school. Stellazura. Yeah, they got a good school. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that was the point where uh, what what broke that. Uh, 
don't care. My family helped me to make this decision, and I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I know that. Um, was it Nikolic Lazar? Yeah, yeah. Was is, was he there before you then, or? Yeah, yeah. He was one, one year before. One year. And did you talk to him about it then? And yeah, yeah. We we were practically together in room. But no, me before you went there. Ah, before. I no, I didn't know anyone there. I just heard about them. Okay. And why did why did you want to go there opposed to instead of uh, I mean like what what really attracted you to that? I said I said school school was a the international school yeah international okay. school but because that's a good thing uh, after for the college and uh, I think that that was definitely the thing that what broke like like made me make my decision talk about the international internationalism of that. You know, you, you know, there's an Indian there now. There's a whole bunch of Africans and yeah. people from all over the place. Talk about that. It's a bit crazy, man. You know, there was Indians, uh, Africans, Serbians, like the whole ex Yugoslavia was there, uh, yeah. like last year. And but it, it's good. You know, uh, you can learn a lot of stuff from the others. Like uh, what, for example, have you learned? I mean, uh, I learned the the dishes from India. Bit of language, France, uh, those things. I think it's a good, good thing. We live together. So, who, who are some of the who are some of the guys you you were role models for you growing up playing the game? In Europe, it's really Fernandez for sure. Uh, in NBA, I don't know. I don't know really. I don't know. I love it. I love Carmelo Anthony, Kevin Durant, LeBron James. James. Anybody Europe? Anybody Europe? In Europe? Yeah. Rui Fernandez. Rui Fernandez. Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah I, I, said didn't, I, I, I didn't. I didn't understand it. Sorry. Um, maybe where you want to go now? I mean, you're still really young. Uh, you mentioned college. Is that is that an option that you want to do now? I don't know. Okay. I mean, college is a great option, but I'm still uh, deciding. I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. Your game-wise, what, you, what are some of the things you're working on? I mean, you can you can get to score. You know, there's a lot of different ways you can score. Uh, maybe just talk about your game, where it's at. My game is big uh, on the defense part. I mean, this year I played uh, for the senior championship, and I, and I saw how hard is that to play defense there. So I think that's the thing that I have to prove. I mean, here. It's much more easier like, uh, to play defense, yeah. but uh, when you got a guy who is older, uh, stronger, it's pretty tough. I have to work on my body, my athleticism. Yeah. That those are things that I definitely have to improve. Um, Stelazura's top team. Where do they play? Second division in, in third. third division in third division. But okay. we play all guy. All guys are like 99. Yeah. Um, we're here at the uh, at the World Cup, and, and the goal is the minimum goal. I would say is probably to make the World Cup uh, to go back. You guys yeah, weren't yeah, there yeah. last, yeah. Uh, you know, with the 2000 generation. Yeah. Um, maybe talk about that, uh, what it means, what it would mean for you guys to go back and and to represent uh, Serbia at the World Cup. I mean, that's a pretty tough like a task for us to do, but we think that we can uh, achieve that. Uh, also because our uh, older generation, 99, this one, 18, yeah, uh, World Cup would be amazing thing, yeah, World Cup would be amazing to play against uh, 
States, Argentina, all the, all the, the great teams. Do you look at the, the 99s, the under 18, that they just won it? Do you look at them like as, a, as an inspiration of course, or stuff? Of course, of course. When we were on the camp, training camp preparation, for, uh, exactly. we watched every single game. We watched every single game uh, we, and we, we tried to learn. What yeah. was, what's the thing you take most out of that? I mean, they were, they were a, a, a great team. Team. Uh, before, uh, instead of everything, they were a team. So I think that that's what we need here. What we need uh, for our team. What would it mean for you to play the World Cup next year? Oh, that would be a great thing. But, uh, World Cup is a World Cup. I don't know. I mean, great experience, of course. That would be, sure, a great experience. Maybe even have a chance to play against Harsh. Against? Against Harsh, come on. Oh, maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe Asia? Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, is he 2000? Uh, no, he's 2001. He is 2001, yeah, he, right, yeah, because he can play under 16s yeah, yeah. Wherever, wherever they're going to play, if they play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he was two years younger two years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. What would that be like, to play Harsh? Oh, man. Meet, meet him in, in Argentina? I oh, mean, I like, I would like also here to play against Italy. Yeah. yeah. That would be great. I mean, I know all those guys here, but that would be a great thing. All right, I'll let you go with that. Maybe your thoughts of being here, the um, European champion. Yeah, it's a, it's a great opportunity um, just to come over here and see the different styles of basketball that are played in the other the other European countries. Um, come over here, get to mesh with these guys, and uh, it's just it's a new feel for the game. Um, you know, right away you're playing against a team like France. You know, they're you know considered uh, one of the top teams here. Um, what was it like for you getting in that uh, against them? No, I think it's great to start out with a, a tough team just to. Um, just kind of get into it. You don't want to ease into it. Just get straight in. We've been practicing for 10 days now, so we were, we were ready. Um, it's it was fun. It was a really good, uh, really good experience. France is really good, and uh, hopefully we see them later in the tournament. How long have you been here? How long have you been with the team now? I've been with the team since this fourth of August. Of August. Yep. Okay. So having the gel really quick as a guy who handles the ball a lot. How's that been for you? Um, it's been. Uh, I wouldn't say it's been hard. It's been. Uh, I really don't know how to explain it. Uh, these guys, these guys treat me really well. It's been pretty easy coming in to play with them, and uh, a couple of them speak English, so they help me a little bit with some of the words I don't understand. And it's it's been they've they've made it really easy. How's your Italian? My Italian, I speak it fluently. It's just uh, I don't get to speak it enough at home, so it's a little rusty. Okay, uh, give us the, the Italian connection. I mean, the name, uh, the first name, you can really see it. What do you mean? Uh, how, you know, parents born in Italy okay, or my, my mom was My mom was born in Rome and okay. grew up in Rome until she was, uh, she met my dad and they were playing sports in the same city. My dad was playing basketball, my mom was playing volleyball. And they met, I was born in Siena and then moved to Utah, moved to America when I was like almost two. Almost two. Yep. And then grew up there. Grew up in Utah till I was 12, and then I recently, when I was 12, moved to Arizona. 12 when you moved to Arizona, okay. Um, you were a late entry to the USA camp for the under 16 FIBA Americas. Uh, Coach Showalter brought you in as one of the uh, next group. Yep. Uh, what was that like for you? Uh, you know, obviously playing for USA is obviously huge. Yeah. Uh, something that that a lot of people you know aspire to. What was that? You know, first being called into the group. Uh, it was a good experience. Um, 
going up there, getting to play against all the, the top uh, 30, 30 or so guys in, in the in that age group was it was a eye opener. You get to see who's been putting in the work because you see them you see them all throughout the year, and then when you see them there, you kind of get a feel for who the better players are and where, where you stack up. And then making the final 16. Yeah, must I have was been pretty excited. It's pretty pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. Um, what what do you think? What do you think happened? You know, or what were you kind of told as far as, you know, why the decision was made against you? Um, well, or not in favor of you. Yeah, say that. I uh, say against you. But. I started out the week at playing at point guard, and then once they cut to 16, they moved me off the ball, which I feel isn't really my position. I feel like I'm a, a true point guard, and so they moved me off the ball. And in my my mind, I was still playing. I was still trying to be a facilitator when I should have been attacking a little more, coming off ball screens harder, stuff like that. Um, but, I mean, it wasn't really, there's nothing, I, I can't be mad. I, I did what I could, and they made what the decision they felt was right. So I mean, Biggest thing you learned out of that? Um, I'd say biggest thing I learned, probably just, just play your game. Um, don't. Don't try to switch up your game just because of uh, positions or who you're playing against, coaches. I mean, let, let them adjust to you because you can't. As a player, you are who you are, so don't, don't change to be someone you're not. Um, how quick was the decision to play for Italy? Was, had, they, had they approached you before USA approached you? They, they came right after. My dad, so my dad played over here, in, or over in Italy, so he, he's got a... Uh, all the co he knows all the coaches over here. So what's his name? My dad, yeah. Pace Mannion. Pace Mannion. Okay. So they reached out to my dad um, and just asked if I want to play. And your reaction? And I was uh, it was a good feeling knowing someone else wanted me, but um, it, it took us took us a while to figure out if I wanted to do it with all all the rules about USA playing with USA playing with Italy stuff like that in the future and also. So um, it took a while. Say probably about a week and a half, maybe two weeks. We just we slept on it, and then uh, finally made the decision to just uh, come over here and get the experience. And biggest reason for Italy, then? Um, the experience, getting to see the, the other types of basketball other than the U.S. outside the U.S. Um, you guys played against a very tough France team. You said you hopefully you meet up with them later on. Yeah. What's the goal for this thing? I mean, obviously top five. You play in a World Championship. You know, yeah, yeah. The goal, the goal is obviously to win it. Um, starting off on one isn't what we wanted, but I think uh, I think if we win these next two, we have a, a good seed and uh, going to pool play or going to tournament play in a, in a good spot. Uh, if you do make a top five, you make it to the World Cup next year under 17. What would it be like? Um, it'd be a blessing, really. It's uh, all God's gift. Uh, and if you were to. No, I'm not even gonna ask about USA. USA, play it's USA. So yeah, yeah, that, that'd be that's that would be pretty wild, I'd, wouldn't yes, it? Yes, I'd, I'd uh, be very happy if we got to face up with uh, USA and the U17s. All right, I'll let you go with that. Okay, look, you guys had a bad preparations. Uh, lost to a, a Division B team three times in Greece. Um, came out with some great energy. Talk about this victory and how good of a start. Um, we started off very good, I think. Um, defensively, we had some problems, but we were fixing them and we got a, got a good lead, I think, uh, for the second half. And then we came out, had some injuries, but we kept fighting and we kept scoring and our defense was good at that moment. And we made a run and we just 
you won. Yeah. Turkey's a team that, you know, you sometimes you guys have problems with. What's it like to, what's it feel like to get this victory against a team like Turkey too? Um, it feels great because we all know Turkey is like every time, every championship they're one of the top teams and to beat them by that much or to beat them even by one or by two is, is a great feeling uh, and I think it's great for our team, for our, for Confidence. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe talk about what it's like for you to be here. Last year you were on this team as well as a two years younger guy. This year you're still one year younger. Captain though, is that correct? Um, no, not, not di directly, but I'm, I'm leading this team with, okay. with Kai. Um, maybe just talk about what it's like for you to be at this tournament now for a second time. Um, it's different than last year. Last year I, I didn't expect to play much. I got my, my, my time and uh, I used it very well, I think. And this year to be um, one, of the, one of the, I think, top guys and to lead this team is, is a complete, completely other role. And it's, it's, it's harder, I think. But I'm, I'm confident with this role and I think I'm doing a very good job. How did you prepare for that, to be a leader? Um, on my German team, I also when I'm a young, a young guy, I was always leading the team. And I think I have that kind of, kind of role inside of me. Like I'm good at talking and communication is, is what I'm good at. And I think it's, it makes it easier for me to lead a team. Talk about the Serbia game. You know, I, I I kept saying to myself, almost to the to to the screen. You know, you know, give the young kids, give you and Kai a chance, especially because you were guys were safe. You weren't going to go down. Talk about the Serbia game. You know, you get the shot and it goes in to win the game. And that, again, that's just like Turkey. You know, that's Serbia. You know, big team, and 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 you're able to do that. Talk about that. Yeah, it's 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 a great feeling. Like two years younger and throwing a game-winning shot. It's it's an unbelievable feeling and. I think uh, my coach also knew that we were safe in Division A, and he gave he gave me some time to play, and I was I was using the time. I was playing good, I think, and to beat Serbia with that kind of shot, being two years younger, it's it's a crazy feeling. Like how much confidence does that give you? I mean, also looking forward. I mean, you went back to the you went back to Germany, and you knew you had to work, but that you knew that there was a reward that if you kept working hard. Yeah. Um, uh, after the summer, I took a week off just to to get, to get back, and then I started working on everything, and it paid off in the in the league. I got MVP award and Rookie of the Year, and I think that shows how much work I put in it and how much time. And yeah. Um. Maybe your plans right now. You're you're going back to 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 Rasta. Uh, from what I what I've heard, that you're going to probably be playing a lot of uh, Pro A next year. Um, is that right? And what are your plans for next year? Um, I'm playing Pro A with with Rasta Fechter. Um, I don't know if I got much playing time, but you know, like I'm I'm the youngest guy on the roster. I gotta earn it every every single practice. I get gotta give my best to get some playing time. And then I'm going to play NBBL uh, with the Young Dragons. And I think there's more kind of playing time for me to to involve, also to play against bodies and with the with the pro A uh, practice and sometimes some minutes. I think I'm in a good spot to involve. 
you're still so young. You still have so many things that you can work on. What are what are the next things that you want to work on? I got to work on everything. I think especially my shot. Uh, I got to get consistent on that. Like sometimes I I shoot five for five or five for six, and sometimes I have game where, where I shoot zero for seven or something. And so that's that's a point where I got to improve hard and. My defense, I think it got better since last year, but it's still not not that good, and I gotta I gotta work on that. Ninety uh, uh, two years ago, uh, um, you look at Bonga and Weidemann and Herkenhoff. You know they lost to Finland in the five eight games and ended up not going to the World Cup last year. This year, I think you guys come into this tournament with, as far as talent goes, you know, a, a realistic uh, chance of, of, of being a uh, a title uh, a title contender definitely the the World Cup how much is the World Cup a goal for you the under 17 next year um, it's it's a big goal we always said from the beginning of our summer of our preparation it's it's a goal with, that we can achieve and that we want to achieve like going to that uh, event I, I, I saw the under 19 this year they were it's a great atmosphere like Egypt had, had 10,000 people in that building and just to play a world, world championship against other teams from other continents it's, it's crazy so we gotta we gotta work hard so we can achieve that and yeah biggest thing that you have to avoid other than losing in, in the big game but what, what you have to do your this this team has to do to avoid that uh, we gotta stay together like, we can't go like everybody do his thing and on the court just one-on-one, -on -one, something like that. We gotta move the ball, we gotta def uh, defend. And if we do that and play with passion, we will, we have great chance. Talk about the ex how excited you are maybe being part of this, you know, Germany's producing so much talent um, and just being part of it, you know, also being included in that talent, but just knowing, you know, there's guys in the NBA, you know, there's guys that are in EuroLeague teams everywhere else. Just maybe talk about seeing all this talent uh, and being part of it. Um, it's crazy. You see Philip Herkenhoff, who I, who I play with like two, three years to, uh, now. Then Tom Lüning is also a great point guard who, who played with uh, with the under 16 in 2015. Nelson Weidemann in Germany, Isaac Bonga, Isaiah who got drafted in the NBA, and it's uh, it's crazy. Like you know, you see them, you see NBA players all over the world, and then. You, you say to yourself, Isaiah is, is an NBA player now, and you know him personally. It's crazy. What do you What do you think Germany's doing? What do you think Ger Germany's doing right to produce all this talent? Um, I think we got good for the for the for the talents that play really early, really high leagues. Like Bonga played in the BBL last year, like 15 17. minutes. Yeah, yeah. and. And with the Pro B, he played all always, and uh, you see the 2001s playing last year in NBBL and not even being in there. Three um, years older, but younger. Uh, yeah. yeah. Then um, I think it's great, and, and then to get them into the practice, not even in the, in the games, but into the practice to get used to some bodies and to build some muscle and to, to have the game, you see everything is new, and I think that's what's Germany making very good. All right. Um, yeah, like I said, um, gonna kind of go through um, sort of the teams uh, next week, and just because uh, kind of kind of tight on time right now. 
and uh, just would rather kind of go through it uh, with a little more detail than just kind of name a couple guys and and um, and then uh, and just leave it at that. So, but I'm uh, going to talk more about the about the under 16 next year uh, next week from home. Um, so, gonna uh, maybe also maybe see if we can maybe talk a little bit about the uh, FIBA Asia Cup. Um, but we'll see. Uh, so, the last thing you need to let you know is the song you're going to be listening to. The song is called disinformation it's by mercury and the architects it's available on freemusicarchive.org uh, go check those out also check out all the games here at the fiba u16 uh european championship 2017 uh the fiba people were talking to me and uh i think they came up with the 813 games are going to be shown on youtube uh this summer men and women a and b um <laughs> Amazing number, 813 games uh, broadcast free on uh, on YouTube for um, just the youth European competitions. So an amazing number. The under 16 Division B really haven't had had, had much time to look at it. Um, we'll kind of obviously go into that uh, a little more next next week as well. I'm gonna probably try to watch um, uh, probably not today, uh, not while I'm here, but maybe we'll go back and watch some of the, the, the teams next next before next week's show and kind of get an idea who, what those teams are. Uh, but the teams are also on, on the Division B is also going on. Um, top three teams do jump up to Division A, so go check that out as well. Um, FIBA Asia Cup and the the qualifiers, the pre-qualifiers for the Basketball World Cup uh, European qualifiers. I know that sounds really dumb. It's kind of... Uh, Kind of, um, kind of dumb, kind of, um, whatever, but, uh, all right, so loads of basketball, even though, um, there's, uh, <laughs> you, you, basketball never ends, never ends, it's just fantastic, you love it, and, um, and we're not even at Eurobasket yet, Afrobasket's also coming up soon, so, uh, with that, enjoy the action this week, and we'll talk to you next week back from Germany. What if what you're chasing after isn't worth it? Found a purpose in disaster but no answers on the surface What if who you're running into has an issue? With the person that's emerging from the verdicts that you live through The bullets barely missed you, the bullshit hit you Like a ton of bricks, pissed it out, I come to this Should be grateful you exist instead of liking someone else's pics You only get what you give, it is what it is Vegetables. Are we born away for death? Are we destined to live? You only get what you give. It is what it is. We're all sick from disinformation. We all have a twisted sensations. Kids are safe, but too well behaved. To feel never heal with the fakes. Go make something Shows us clues 
that one writes the news What if being honest wasn't promised? What if what you settled for isn't what you really wanted? What if all we ever wanted was some honesty? Yeah, it is what it is, but maybe not the way it ought to be Holes were ripped, the truth is leaking through the holes in the ship You really believe that no one knows what you did? They got drones over cribs, tapping bones of our own citizens So to think that you're alone would be ridiculous Hundred million witnesses stand and testify against our differences Demand we put our lives before our businesses Or say goodbye to innocence, lose our minds to photoshopped images Victims of our instruments My name is John Armusa and you listen to Taking Charge.